an annual meteor shower, three great planets all visible right after sunset, with visits from the moon, and a night where many people are out make October of 2021 a wonderful month for getting out there with or without your telescope. Welcome to Observing with Webb, where a high school astronomy teacher tells you what you're looking at, why it's so cool, and what you should check out later this month at night. So again, we got October of 2021. I'm going to start talking about uh, Venus, Saturn, and Jupiter, and maybe a little bit of Mercury. Then I'm going to talk about the moon and uh, also Halloween night. What's it going to look like? And also the Orionid meteor shower for this month. So uh, without further ado, um, let's get started with the, uh, with the planets, those bright things in the sky. So sunset, we've got, uh, technically we've got three, but the big one for sunset is Venus. Now Venus is going to be off in the west, and it stays uh, once again about 10 degrees above the horizon the entire month. And so Venus just becomes this glorious sight for anybody looking west after sunset. Then also after sunset, (laughs) you've got Saturn and Jupiter. Throughout October, Saturn and Jupiter will appear in the southeast right as it gets dark. Uh, they will probably be, aside from Venus, the two brightest things out there and the t- first two things you'll see. And Jupiter is going to be the bright one to the left and Saturn is dimmer and it's about 15 degrees to the right. And then throughout the night, well, Venus is going to set uh, pretty much after sunset, not probably about an hour or less. Uh, but then Saturn and Jupiter hanging around for a bit. Both of those gas planets, they rise from the southeast and move south and southwest through the night. And then in the beginning of the month, Saturn will set at 2 a.m. and Jupiter at 3 a.m. But then by the end of the month, they both set by midnight, uh, even before midnight. So now's your chance to get out there and see those. Now, for those of you with a telescope, uh, you probably already know this, but of course Saturn and Jupiter are great right now because you can see them pretty easily. Uh, you've got some rings of Saturn. Uh, they're, they're just gorgeous because they're tilted uh, not directly in line with us. And Jupiter's got some great um, bands going on. But you may not know that Venus can actually look kind of good through a telescope. And what you can do this time is look at Venus, especially toward the end of the month, And you'll be able to see that it's a half Venus. The left half of it is actually lit up. And so, uh, actually, no, the right half of it is lit up, depending on which way you're looking at it. Uh, But you can see it's kind of like a um, first quarter or third quarter moon. Uh, But you do need a telescope to do that. Uh, You might need to put a little buffer uh, at the end, kind of take some of the light down so it's not so bright. But that is definitely something that you can see that you can't normally. And actually, Venus is about the same brightness as Jupiter, or sorry, not the same brightness, the same size as Jupiter and Saturn are in your telescope. So these are three great ones to check out. And if you don't have a telescope, of course, you can use binoculars as well. But if you have a tripod, that works best. All right, now, also we've got Mercury in the morning. And this is really only the for the last two weeks. Um, it's always a tough one to find 
but you might be able to catch it uh, best and easiest uh, on the morning of the 25th. By 5 a.m., Mercury should be breaking above the horizon in the east, and sunrise is at 6.23, so you have less than an hour before the dawn twilight makes it too difficult and drowns out Mercury. But you should be able to go out after 5 a.m., preferably on the 25th or like the week before or after, and bring binoculars and see if you can find that nice bright light low on the eastern horizon in the morning. There we go. So we've got Mercury in the mornings and then in at the last two weeks and then we've got Saturn, Jupiter, and Venus. But what about the events? What's going on out there? So, um, first of all, with the moon, we're looking at the morning crescents during that uh, first week. So if you want to see a nice morning moon, go out the first week. Uh, on the 6th will be the new moon. After the new moon, of course, come the evening crescents, looking west after sunset. And then the first quarter moon is on the 12th, when the right half is lit up. The evening gibbous moons come after that, where they're mostly lit uh, after sunset. And then the full moon on the 20th, the waning gibbous comes after that, where it's mostly lit, but it rises later at night. And also then you've got the last quarter moon on the 28th, and that's the one that's visible starting at midnight and into the morning. Now, what do we have going on as far as events? Well, we've got the moon passing by the planets, we've got the Orionid meteor shower, and Halloween. Let's talk about the moon and Venus first. So on the 9th, you want to get out there after sunset, which is 533, and you want to hang out there until you see bright, bright Venus and a nice thin crescent moon. And the crescent moon's only going to be about 2 degrees above Venus, which is pretty good. Basically, if you hold your pinky and ring finger at arm's length, um, they're going to be the width of those two away. Now, the following night, uh, the moon will have moved up into the left of Venus. But, uh, yeah, go ahead. On the 9th, it's one of my favorite things to see because you can see these things without it being completely dark. About a week later, on the 13th to the 15th, the moon then moves toward Saturn and Jupiter. So from the 13th to the 15th, any time after sunset, get out there and look south. You'll find the moon, Saturn, and Jupiter. Now on the 13th, they're going to line up with Jupiter on the left, Saturn in the middle, and the moon down and to the right. The next night, the moon passes below the two giant planets. And then on the 15th, the moon moves down and to the left of Jupiter. And all three of them are going to move westward throughout the night, setting somewhere between I'd say 3 and 4 a.m., something like that. Now, the next event is the Orionid meteor shower, which is usually a pretty decent meteor shower, hence why I cover it every year. Uh, and it usually produces about 15 meteors per hour. But we have a full moon this year. And what that does is it bounces, a, the moon is bouncing a lot of light from the sun into the night sky, which means you get light pollution and you just don't get to see as many meteors. Don't give up because you can still find some of the really bright ones. They'll be easy to see. 
but you know, I wouldn't make a whole weekend out of it and travel anywhere to go see this. Okay, but either, either way, find a nice spot to lie down away from other light pollution and just be patient and look at the whole sky. Um, and yeah, see what you can find. I'd encourage it. And lastly, Halloween night. What is going on? Well, it's going to be a moonless night this year. You've got Venus, Saturn, and Jupiter are also very easily visible. So if you're the type of person who likes to point out these things to people, um, this would be a fantastic um, Halloween to get that telescope out and get out on the sidewalk and do some sidewalk astronomy. COVID safely, of course. Now, the great thing about that is that you have three planets that you can see. Well, Venus, not so much if it's later in the night. Um, but then you can also see some other things like Albireo, the double star in Cygnus, um, and other things depending on your situation. But it's perfect. Absolutely great. Good Halloween night. No moon, but great for Halloween. Also, SpaceX is going to be launching the Crew-3 mission, and that's going to be on a Falcon 9 rocket from the Kennedy Space Center in Florida. They're going to have four astronauts on there, and they're going to carry them to the International Space Station. This is the third operational astronaut flight to the ISS using that Crew Dragon spacecraft. So, uh, and they always show these things. So just look, you just look at SpaceX's page on YouTube, and you will find more. So yeah, that that's uh, that's about it. Remember the ninth for the Moon and Venus, thirteenth to the fifteenth for Moon, Saturn, and Jupiter. 21st for the meteor shower and the 31st for Halloween. So, what constellations can we see? out there in the night sky. I'm going to break it up to um, after dinner, before bed, and before work. Now after dinner, you're going to be able to see the summer triangle still. That's Lyra, Cygnus, Aquila, and Delphinus. And all you have to do is look straight up before 8 p.m. and you'll be able to find Lyra the harp, Cygnus the swan, Aquila the eagle, and Delphinus the dolphin. These three constellations have the three brightest stars of the summer sky, which are Vega, Deneb, and Altair. And those bright stars create what's called the Summer Triangle. Now, off to the east of this is a small but really beautiful constellation called Delphinus. And if you're under really dark skies, you may just catch a glimpse of the Milky Way passing through Cygnus and Aquila. But either way, three bright stars, big triangle made of three other constellations. Also, don't forget to get a map at skymaps.com to help you out. Um, also, then before bed, let's say you get out there real late, you start seeing the fall constellations right above you. So if you look straight up before 10 p.m., you will be able to see the great square of Pegasus. Uh, Andromeda will be curving off of one corner. And if your skies are decently dark, you might catch the faint fuzz that is the Andromeda galaxy. But let's say you're getting up early in the morning to go to work. You're going to start seeing Orion now. Just look south and you'll see that vertical bow tie that is Orion the Hunter. 
And that's about it for the month of October. Don't forget to check out the Meteor Shower and Halloween Night. Uh, and of course, watch Venus, Saturn, and Jupiter throughout the month. Also, don't forget that this podcast is found on mrweb.podbean.com, Stitcher, and iTunes. There's a video version on YouTube, Mr. Web PV as well. And, of course, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff with Mr. Web PV and PV Planetarium. We should be having some stuff coming up at the PV Planetarium. So uh, if you're local, get ready to come out and uh, take a look at some skies. But either way, um, that's it for October, so I'd like to wish you all very clear dark skies for the month of October. 